33 cents a barrel. And uh, we joined on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. So, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. I, I also don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, never mind. I'll keep my thoughts to myself. The, the Asian markets, Clive, they are struggling uh, this morning as the yen is strengthening and hurting exports. Yeah, it's been very, very difficult for the Asian markets. You know, you know um, let me just say that um, this month of November has started really, really hard. And, you know, it's just uh, our second last month before the end of our year and before the end of the quarter. But it seems like a lot of the investors are obviously cautious of the fact that the Fed might still hike rates. So what's happening is they're pulling back a lot of their money and purchasing bonds and protective gears to make sure that their, their funds are protected towards the end of the year. And if you look at, for example, the uh, particular, particularly in the Asian market, uh, where the MSCI uh, was down this morning 0.45%, um, most of that was pulled back because the technology stocks uh, really were um, uh, uh, very flat. And I saw as well the, the, the price, the price, the oil price, not helping necessarily in the energy sectors, particularly with the companies that are involved in the engineering sector or industrial sector as well. And so all these things are making it very difficult for them to actually pull back uh, and, and get themselves up again. Um, we did have a surge, remember, uh, towards the, at the beginning of October. But since then, really, to be honest, it's been pretty somber. And hence the reason why even the, uh, um, uh, the, the Australian ASX uh, is sitting there uh, down by 0.18%. I was looking at, well, if you look at the Chinese uh, uh, Shanghai Composite, that's also down to this morning uh, by 0.81%. So shares are really, really not doing well. By the way, for the first time, uh, those Chinese stocks are now all tradable. <laughs> mm. Remember? Mm. Remember? Remember? Yeah. There, were, yeah. there was a time when they were not mm. all tradable. So now they're all tradable. But to show you how serious uh, the equity market has slowed down, even though they're at full force and full throttle, they still haven't been able to perform to get the things, uh, to get their performance in, in, in line and to, to fall into the black. And of course, uh, this story, we've been talking about this for the better part of the week, uh, the Fed leaving uh, rates unchanged, but of course, uh, keeping the door open there for a December hike. Yeah, you'll sit there, Vaisley. You shall see that. That's what, that's what you were saying. I, but you know what? Trying to be honest, she's so smart, man. You know, that's uh, my favorite lady, and and, and 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 she explained something that I've always asked: Why is it that the Fed um, is it can, cannot be more clear on certain aspects? And so she says, when things are data dependable, it's very difficult, therefore, to predict. And so what we expect normally is for them to actually predict, and they don't predict things; they calculate risk and the potential of things going the right way or the left way or wherever they, they want to go. And so when she was explaining this, she expressed uh, that data dependency means that they take each and every angle of, 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 of each and every in, information or data that they get very, very seriously. So she was going through 
what has happened with the inflation. She was going through what was happening with the currency, the dollar, and we know that we know that that's weakened quite significantly as well. Uh, but she also went on to explain certain things. For example, she explained that the energy sector and what they need to do to actually uh, bolster up that particular department um, or, or, uh, or those particular companies. And obviously there are sensitivities around the elections. Can you believe, Sakina, this is quite worrying, Donald Trump is actually, there's a very good chance that he could be the next president of the United States. I just wanted to say that so that you understand what we're trying to do. This man could actually lead the biggest country in the world. He could be making decisions and pressing buttons. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not biased. I'm just saying that. Some of these things are quite amazing in me. And, and so when she was outlining those things, she did leave a door open for Tina to say December it's not over until somebody sings. So obviously we are expecting to hear what they're going to do. They'll wait for the data for the non-tapes, for the non-farm payroll numbers, uh, that, which is coming out towards the end of this month. And that will probably be the indicator whether or not they should cut down or should they, interest, uh, should they increase their interest rates. Well, and then uh, recovery in the BRICS nations, uh, could that help with the ratings downgrade? It could, potentially. And uh, we were looking just at the currencies, uh, Bosby, looking at the, uh, the Indian rupee, we're looking at Chinese yuan and the South African rand as well, the Russian, Russian ruble as well. Um, we were looking at that. And they have uh, significantly solidified over the last couple of weeks. And what that does, obviously, it helps because there's a partnership now. So we, the, the, the countries are interlinked. And so um, better performing BRICS nations, uh, it means that, obviously, those countries will be able to survive whatever turmoil that might come through. And that includes also the rating agencies as well. So we were looking to see how this will affect South Africa in this context. We looked at the RAND. I know you mentioned this yesterday. That's strengthened by 2%. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do believe that money is controlled and follows a particular trend. And when you say follow the money, one of those trends is that, indeed, money does follow things that, seem to be attractive to it, and so that's why we saw the rest rating quite significantly yesterday by almost 2%. And also what we'll see is that the third quarter numbers, we're still waiting for that, the GDP numbers will also be an indicator whether or not we'll be able to survive the ratings agency's December decision. Well, we're going to leave it there, and I'll leave you to dwell more on your problems, whatever they may be. And see <laughs> to you again tomorrow, our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. Many, many messages coming.